0: For trusted protection, trust Pampers, the number one pediatrician recommended brand.
1: Welcome to ABG, Asian Boss Girl, a podcast for the modern day Asian American woman. I'm Janet. I'm Helen. And I'm Mel.
2: Travel is a wonderful way to get to know other parts of the world, to get to learn more about yourself, and also for today's episode, to learn about your significant other. Whether it's a road trip, a weekend getaway, or an international adventure, you're bound to learn more about your special person.
1: Yeah, travel definitely activates a lot in a person. You will encounter situations around your planning habits, budget habits, um, expectations, uh, different, you know, values and things that you find interesting. How do you react under pressure when things don't go as planned? Um, Are they open to trying new foods? How do you navigate when there's like a different language or you get Mm -hmm. lost? There's so much that can um, be presented in, in one single trip. And in terms of the relationship, it also gives you an opportunity to kind of like Be with each other outside of your everyday routine, right? It could be amazing. You get to spend time together outside of the norm, relax a bit, uh, but it can also pose a lot of challenges, which hopefully, if handled correctly, will mean that you get to know each other better.
3: Yes, and our good friend here, Janet, just came back from Japan with her boyfriend, Eugene, and we want to know all the details, like what went well, what could have been better and for Helen myself how do our own experiences relate
2: okay so let's start with miss <clears throat> Janet so mm-hmm. she just came back from an international trip to Japan yes with her boyfriend Eugene E I don't know why I had to end <laughs> um, can you share with our listeners what cities you went to and also how was it
1: So this is our first international trip together. Mm -hmm. Um, We decided on Japan and we started looking into flights. So we just, you know, Tokyo is one of the main hotspots. So we started by just booking Tokyo and then kind of in between figured out that we wanted to also check out um, Hakone Osaka, and Kyoto. Mm. So we actually checked out four different cities, but because we planned our uh, flights in and out of Tokyo, it was kind of like five different location changes. Mm. Mm -hmm. So it was very busy, but I will say overall, it was a very fun trip. Um, We got a really good balance of seeing like city setting and like metropolitan vibes and like Tokyo and Osaka. But we also had a lot of great experiences in like nature and relaxing in like the onsens and stuff. Were you naked in the onsens? um yeah were <laughs> you did you for i mean we had in our in the private places that we yeah so yeah yeah yeah, yeah.
2: okay cool <laughs> yeah, yeah. I've done that before too. Yeah. It's like, it's pretty cool. It's liberating. Well, I didn't,
1: yeah. I actually, to be honest, I didn't do the public one. So we did, we booked just like one night um, at like a, a place and then had our own in the, in oh, the back. so you two. So we just did, yeah. that's nice. Oh, I yeah. so not gender. Uh, not not the gender Okay, se- yeah. because Okay. Because we wanted to spend time together. If that's we actually had to be a, separate, then.
3: You very know. intimate. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I don't know. It was a, it was a very dynamic trip in that way. Um, but I think, like I shared, because of all the traveling back and forth, it also tested us a mm. lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, personal endurance. Uh, We are in our 30s and 40s, and the last time we both went abroad to, like, Asia was, I don't know, like, before COVID, right? So um, I think my physical endurance of being able to deal with time change and then also, like, move from city to city and carry all the bags and, like, figure out transport was definitely different than the last time I traveled. Mm -hmm. So there was, you know, we got into, which I'll share, we got into some things that, you know, that were challenging. Yeah.
3: (laughs) Well, speaking of hardships on trips… I know. I feel like oh, rhyming over here. Oh, I didn't know it rhymed until now. Um, Hardships trips. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I feel like we always say that like going on a international trip or a trip with a significant other is like the ultimate test. Right. Mm-hmm. And because you're bound to run into disagreements, um, tensions run high, especially in a busy like city like Tokyo. Were there any disagreements with you and Eugene? And you know, can you kind of walk us through some of them if you're OK with sharing?
1: One of the first kind of thing, the disagreements that we had was on how we navigate. Mm. Um, I think I've, I've read that men and women kind of do directions differently. And uh, for myself, I tend to navigate a lot using Google Maps. Like I look at the little arrow thing and I use that as like the GPS thing. I'm on the same page as you. Right. So I'd be like, this is the hotel. I will put that in the in the phone and then I'll just like look at the arrow to Uh figure out is i going the right way for the street. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, Eugene is much more like, let me get the lay of the land of the streets. I'm not going to trust the GPS because it's not always accurate. And uh, and then let me get a sense of the streets and then go this way. So in the beginning, there was a bit of like just miscommunication when we are both trying to find the directions. He's doing it his way. I'm doing it my way. And then it's a little bit of like learning to trust the other person, but then also be forgiving if they're a little wrong, like mm-hmm. if they misguide the other way or not. Um, so I guess there was a little bit of that in the beginning, but that wasn't too bad. I think you, that will happen with like anyone. Right. Like oh, yeah. if you go if you go anywhere on the second day of the trip. We got into a pretty extensive I'm not going to call it argument. I'm going to call it serious discussion, mm-hmm. um, and it it all built up in. So it's going to be a little bit of a long-winded story. But let me try to abbreviate this. And there's a bunch of stuff to do there. There's all these little stalls. Like you can get like sashimi. You can get. Um, mm-hmm. They have like beef skewers, and you could do like desserts and matchas and ice creams. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was yeah. like super lively. You're, uh, you know, like kind of seeing all these exciting things and smelling all these exciting scents. But it's also super crowded, and mm. you're like like shoulder to shoulder with people. It's a little bit intense, right? Yeah. Um, but we're, like, excited. We're there. It's, like, our first big thing that we're doing, and we go to a couple stalls. We have some seafoods, and then I see a matcha place, and I'm like, oh, I want to go in and take a look at some of the matcha stuff. And he's like, okay, uh, while you do that, I'm going to go look for the beef skewers. Mm. So I was like, okay, that's fine. We'll, like, separate. We have our phones. So we separate, and then as soon as I finish my matcha thing, I'm like, okay, I'm going to go look for him for the the i'm gonna gonna look look, for the beef you go look for him at the beef place right and granted we did not like we didn't walk by it before so i didn't know where it was Mm. i don't think he knew where it was i just assumed he was gonna go look for it so i look outside and i'm like kind of trying to navigate my way i eventually find it and then i text him i'm like hey i don't i don't see you where are Mm. you Mm. and he's like oh i couldn't find it i'm back at the matcha place and this mind you is like i'm still a little bit jet lagged so i got like a little bit annoyed, just you know, there's like people everywhere. Yeah, and like there's yeah. like, you know, all, all the stuff going on. So I was like, okay, so I like type out the directions, like from the matcha shop, you head out, make a right, and then it's like a little bit on your right side, blah, blah, blah. I don't remember exactly. And then I see the like little bubble text coming out and like kind of like he's thinking and then he stops. And then he like thinking and he stops and then I was like, just, press like, send. Yeah, yeah, I was just like, What's going on? And then um and then I eventually I think I just like call him and I'm like, Hey, I'm at the beef skewer place. And he's like, Oh, I can't like find it. I was like, I gave you the directions and he's like, Oh, but you're like it's not like specific, like did you mean coming out for this way or whatever it was? Mm-hmm. Um but basically I was getting a little peeved and I was, like, showing a bit of attitude, but he was keeping his calm. Mm. And I couldn't tell if he was, like – I almost was a little bit, like, you're not upset by this. Like, it's a little bit annoying. You know, we're, mm. like, trying to find the, the, the yeah. whatever. Um, and so – but I can tell, like, after a little bit of time that he is feeling the pressure and the tensity. And so the next place that we go to is was one of my more, like – the places I was, like, really excited about, which is, like, Team Planet Labs or whatever. And throughout the whole experience, it's, like – we're both like trying to be cordial. I guess I could tell something was bothering him. I could tell things were bothering me, but I didn't quite know how to like articulate it. Mm-hmm. And um, we went through the whole day, and it was like trying to be casual and like you know going through all this stuff. And then at night, like I don't remember how the conversation starts, but essentially I was like, "Hey, I know you're upset. Like, what is going on?" Mm-hmm. Um, and he kind of was like, "Well, you're giving me a lot of attitude today from like the the." Uh, at the like the fish market I was like oh I didn't know you picked up on that because you didn't react right away I mm. thought like you didn't you seem like you were fine with everything he's like well you got to choose your battles so I was not going to mm. choose to like talk about that mm-hmm. um and then I was like okay well and that pissed you off that, <laughs> I'm a little bit more like addressing things on the spot yes. and I think and I and I told him I'm sorry um you know I I reacted I was basically, I got annoyed. Yeah. Right? Like, I got annoyed that we were in this crowded place that you couldn't find the directions. Um, and it's it's fair that I should, like, cut you some slack. Like, we're pretty sleep deprived. And he had actually done a lot of the trip planning up until it. And mm. so I think he was just more, like, kind of, like, overall frazzled, maybe. Mm. Um, and so then that led into the deeper conversation of, well, you should have cut me some more slack because, like, yeah, I've done – I did a lot of the planning for this, and this is, like, one small thing. Mm. And then I said, you know, I'm sorry. I know it's been really busy with work. I just haven't had the capacity. Mm-hmm. But, like, you know, I felt like we we booked, like, the bigger places. And, um, you know, we sat together and we created, like, I created the document for us and blah, blah, blah. And he's like, okay, that's not, like, but still all the details, like, mm. I've had to, like, look into – um and then that led into a deeper conversation around just what each person is doing in the house like hey I feel like I am like it'd be great if you could help out around the house more Mm. and I'm like well what do you mean I do like a lot of the the dishes and the or I I do help out a lot and he's like yeah the dishes and the laundry and that's like it but I was like what else is there yeah (laughs) yeah those are the
2: things that happen the cooler
1: the cooler (laughs) the yeah, yeah the cool I mean there's I think what it comes down to is like we realize that my habits of being very like minimalistic I don't I'm used to not doing a lot of house chores because Mm. I'm used to just living by myself and not having a lot of things to do Mm -hmm. he also lives by himself but he has a dog and he's older and he's like acquired things he's not a minimalist he you know moved from Chicago and he was an SF and now he's in LA and he brings all of his stuff with him and he also is like someone who's a hobbyist so if he gets really into something he'll buy the special knives for that thing or he'll like buy the special pan so he will just at the end of the day kind of like have have more dishes to do or laundry to do, and so yeah. for me, I'm like, I'm doing all of that. Isn't that a lot? Yeah, it's like, yeah. but what about the, you know, like the like the composting and taking out the trash and stuff. I don't. I think mm-hmm. it was just like I was a little um it snowballed it snowballed like a small yeah yeah. I guess I guess basically it's yeah snowballed into this bigger conversation so basically what started as kind of like a a, like miscommunication of directions of not being able to find places Mm -hmm. snowballed into planning of the trip conversation snowballed into you know how we work around the home uh conversation and so it was a large discussion but by the end of it I feel like we both walked away feeling like okay Mm -hmm. um it was good that we learned a lot mm-hmm. and the rest of the trip was like kind of being able to like um, navigate on the spot problems and problem solve together. I feel like we were pretty okay with that. Mm-hmm. But it's more, I think, just like the planning and the overall dynamic of our relationship. Um, we, because we were still pretty new, like at that point, we hadn't had some of these conversations yet. We had also just moved in together like a month yeah. before kind of like all this stuff happened. So um, yeah, that was...
2: <laughs> I appreciate you sharing all of these details. This is why we have this podcast. (laughs) I think a lot of times people just skim over like, oh yeah, we had some challenges and it's like, oh, okay. You guys okay? Like, yeah, we're good now. But like you went into detail about what it is that does happen on these trips, especially when you're going with a significant other for the first time international. There's so, there's actually like learning from this. Like there's so much planning that needs to be done ahead of time Mm -hmm. because you just never know. Like, is he going to like this? Does he really want that? Did he get the beef skewer?
1: He did. <laughs> <laughs> he did get the beef skirt and actually he said that was probably the best thing he had on the trip. Okay. okay. So, okay. so it was <laughs> worth it. For it was an argument. It, yeah.
2: But at the same time, like all of this stuff coming out, it's like, oh, it sucks that it had to come out on the trip, but like at least it did come out at some point so you can yeah, work yeah. through it and figure out if you want to keep, you know, working through these things together. Yeah. Yeah,
3: yeah. I also feel like with direction, I I would I would be annoyed too. I think everyone gets annoyed with just yeah. Like Direction. giving directions. Yeah, yeah, I think yeah, it's yeah. really hard because people do communicate it really differently. Cause I mm-hmm. would be like, cause I would be like, Oh, just drop a pin. Mm. But I don't know if that works too. Cause it, everyone has, everyone does it differently. And yeah, I, yeah. I think as you were just speaking, Janet, I could feel, I could see why this are, or this discussion happened because just for, like, timeline context, like, you guys moved in, what, in February? We went to video right away, and you guys went in April. Like, that's not a lot of time to get situated in, a situate, like, in, like, your context, and you're moving on to the next thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's kind of like, when would you have time to plan? But I think the biggest thing I'm taking away from your story is that to be aligned on expectations. Yeah. And yeah, even, yeah. like, be aligned on the expectations of your communication style. Yeah. Like, yeah. saying, I taught this way, you taught this way, but I prefer if we do it this way. Yeah, yeah. So, but you're not going to know that until
2: exactly you when get it into yeah. a situation like this right? and I feel like ahead of, ahead of time he's probably like okay I'm going to plan minimally and then we'll figure it out and then it, a lot of this doesn't you know get unpacked until you're actually on yeah, the yeah, trip yeah. and it's yeah, like yeah. why why yeah. couldn't we figure this out beforehand right, but you right. just yeah I think you're always like going to give each other the benefit of the doubt and just be like it's mm-hmm. going to be great and yeah. then it's that's that's where your your expectations are also just way too high you yeah. Know, yeah. for yeah. each yeah. other especially if you don't know each other's travel style and how they direction wise and yeah, yeah. they really want that beef skewer like he didn't communicate that. Also, if he planned it all, like he should have said, This is where the beef skewers are. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> How's your matcha? Uh the I actually didn't end up getting it. But I just I went around to like look at I was I was just like window shopping basically. That's nice. Yeah. Okay. I eventually got the matcha later after at the end.
2: But... What do you feel like you learned about yourself as mm. a partner in the context of travel and also Eugene?
1: Yeah, I well, the big thing is that um, I I appreciate so much my friends who plan because I realize how much I take for granted in a lot of these details. I have planned trips on my own, but I my travel style is much more lenient. Mm. And uh, I think I've just learned that he prefers it to be more structured, but he also likes to plan together. Yeah, the travel style is more that he likes structure and he likes kind of more um, pre-planned stuff. I'm kind of like okay with going with the flow
2: compared to when you were in your 20s and mm. potentially traveling with a boyfriend then yeah, yeah. i don't know if you have like an international trip but how is was how that trip different from the trip that you took now in your 30s and then him being in his 40s
1: mm. yeah that's a great question um i actually i have never traveled internationally with someone i was dating i think like There's boys out there listening like what you forgot <laughs> about me <laughs> no yeah international never like with the two of us i actually don't think i've traveled like it was just more like domestic trips Mm -hmm. um i mean one of the bigger things is just endurance Mm. like (laughs) physically you know when you're younger you're okay with like being able to go from location to location lifting all your bags Um, you just have more like physical tolerance um and and also maybe just like you are able to recover from jet lag faster like Mm -hmm. i i thought i did because like the last time I traveled was, like five to seven years ago to Asia and I don't remember that being so much of an issue but it did hit me a lot harder than it hit him and so that kind of shifted his expectations of going out the first night and different things like that mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. um interesting yeah I think in terms of travel our styles are a little different Eugene mm. is the kind of person that likes to research a lot about a place get excited about a specific knife place that he wants to go to that you know it's like cooking knives that, mm-hmm. that are well known in Japan or a specific like museum that he wants to go see and then from there planning like destination mm-hmm. stuff like that Mm -hmm. I'm much more like let's get the core things booked and then we'll figure it out when we get there so obviously we both came into this trip maybe like I was like I think things are I know I didn't get to help with planning a lot but we got we know where we're Mm -hmm. staying and we know like the places we're going I think we're okay and I think for him he kind of came in feeling like uh like this is this was barely planned and I tried to shoulder as much as I could of the planning but Mm -hmm. only like maybe like 70 percent of it got done Mm. so um Learning our different expectations in that way was big. Um, but I, like I think something positive that I took away in terms of our similarities is that we have pretty similar like um, pacing of, like, what we want to do within a day mm. and, like, physical endurance, right? Because when you're yeah. traveling, it's, like, there's a lot of, like, navigating public transportation. There is, like, how many things do you want to see in a day? Do you want to go look at sites? Do you want to, like, walk around the streets? And um, I think in terms of, like, the number of things we do in a day when you get up and when you get out of the uh, hotel and when you come back at night when you head to bed, like, we're pretty much on the same page in that way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. that
3: sounds that's um, good to yeah. You know. So <laughs> It sounds like you guys are compatible in terms, of like, um lifestyle while traveling like what Mm. type of things and like that's really important too so i think it's good that you like got that takeaway from the trip
1: yeah yeah i think the expectations with like budget um with uh like priority of what we want to see and do our energy levels like we're pretty in line with that it's just the communication and the and the um, planning. Mm. Communicating and having like different expectations I think is yeah. something we're still working on. But outside of that second day TIF um, it was actually a really really amazing trip um, and actually uh, Kyoto was like a really special moment for our trip because I had shared with Eugene that like one of the places that um, I'd always wanted to go or like a thing I wanted to do was to uh, go to an onsen mm-hmm. and like have like that like special experience inside yeah. of like, um, uh, like with the robes and everything he was the one that like when we were planning he's like oh i'll, I'll book the onsen for us so i was like okay um i didn't really think very much of it and then when we got there he's like oh i booked this like release really, like the special like um suite where you have like this the private onsen in your like loft with you wow. because the all the other ones it's like public space right yeah, so yeah. it's like you would either and we were only going to be there for one night once again our planning was a little bit like um but if we we're only gonna be there for one night then we would only be in like if we were in the public space, then we wouldn't be able to hang out with each other. So he booked kind of like, it would be like kind of like the honeymoon suite for us. Wow. Um, And it was just, it was really, really beautiful. It was one of those like, you know, like you open up the um the doors and all you see is just like the mountain view. Wow. And, like, that sounds the, nice. Like beautiful different colored trees. And I think for us, like that way is like three fourths of the trip in. For me it was like this is the perfect time that I need to just like mm. unwind, decompress. I had like my meditation there, you know. Mm. <laughs> um yeah. So that was it was like a a very I don't know, like really special experience in that way. And that was like a really thoughtful thing for him to do.
3: It sounds so. really romantic.
1: Yeah, it was really good. And sensual. <laughs> Hakone. Oh, yes. was it Hakone? Oh, it was uh, Kyoto. 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 <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> Do you know what the secret is to keep a baby's skin healthy? The secret is a diaper that doesn't leave skin wet.
3: Yeah, I mean, like Janet, I'm like in a new relation, new relationship. I've been in with him for a year now, but I will say we haven't gone on like major international trips yet. We are also going to Japan, so I'm learning a lot from this episode. Mm. We're going November, um, but. We have taken a lot of road trips. We were long distance, or so like going to the mm. Bay, going to LA. I think this is this is just so minimal, but yes, your mode of transportation is a car. I realize how much how much preference I have driving by myself, like my own music, my own thoughts, whatever. But like when you have another person in the car with you, you're like, oh shit! Like I have to make sure, like I have to listen to what you want to listen to. Mm. And there's definitely moments where I'm like, we got in like fights because we're like, oh, like he's like can't listen to his podcast, and I was like, this. Is boring <laughs> i don't want to listen to that and so i think sometimes like if i see i feel myself like being a little bit like set in my ways and not being mm. flexible um, it depends on who's driving who's driving. Mm. girl i know i know <laughs> i think that's the rule it's like whoever's driving they decide what is going on mm-hmm. um so we i've got i definitely have moments of being annoyed or like whatever because mm. like the preference thing or like even like when we want to leave That's another thing. I'm like, oh, I want to leave earlier, but I don't mind waiting. It's just like the Mm. timing of stuff is always an issue. But communication is one thing you just had to like be like, hey. And also for me, the the biggest takeaway I learned is just like to be open-minded and flexible. You Mm. want to hear about this finance podcast? sure i'll I'll go to sleep (laughs) yeah yeah during during your nap time yeah and now be like can we play k-pop like just kind of like these are little things i know that you may not even think of but you're like oh this does add a little bit but i'm pretty sure i'll have more stories and conversations after our international trip but
2: we're gonna do a part two with mel's japan (laughs) trip yeah
3: and then we also got a onsen in kyoto or something (laughs) to end it i don't know but Helen, you've been with Phil for so many years and I know you guys travel like all around the world, which is so amazing. And I'm sure you have both gone into like tips oh so i want to hear from you yes oh so many which one do i choose
2: <laughs> we are very lucky that we have been able to travel so much together um just like all across the country all across the world we went to asia europe but the one trip that i think was the hardest on us i would say is um when he came to visit me in india for my last two days of mm. work there mm. so he was there for 48 hours That's quick wow very quick um and then we had planned this whole like elaborate trip to vietnam afterwards and you know just nice time together he gets a parasite (laughs) (laughs) wait day one day two or one i don't know how long it takes Mm. to actually attack a system but it was either a strain of e coli or a parasite in india okay first off let me rewind back a little bit so we after india we got to the airport and we were ready to go to japan i mean sorry not japan (laughs) vietnam apparently need a visa to get into vietnam did not uh, know that oh okay. okay so that was already like uh oh yeah someone either none of us planned this well um we like went on facebook and we contacted someone and they gave us like a really sketchy e visa and then we like venmoed them and we got in uh-huh. so oh. Oh, okay. well, it worked yeah <laughs> problem solving so bad but so we got there and then on the plane philip was just like my stomach hurts <laughs> and i'm like oh <laughs> like okay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, My stomach is relatively much stronger than his. So, mm. this is a very common occurrence, I would say. Where oh. his stomach hurts. And so, I'm just like, okay.
1: <laughs> Did you think anything of it or were you just kind of No, I like, was like, go take a shit. Like yeah, you'll be yeah, good, yeah. right? <laughs> so, we
2: landed and I'm like, "Ooh, Vietnam. I'm like let's go eat." And he's like, "Okay." And I'm like, mm, "Okay. Don't love your vibe right now." Yeah, yeah, yeah. We go to dinner. We eat. He's basically asleep. <laughs> wait what (laughs) he's like asleep during dinner i have the photo hold on (laughs) let's show y'all so we're at dinner and
3: oh my god he's asleep
2: no he's asleep (laughs) i'm the type of person that when i travel i think i generally even if i feel tired or emotionally you know going through things i will put on like a peppy smile because Mm. i'm like i don't want to ruin someone else's time it's travel it's hard to do Paying a lot of money for it. He's sleeping. <laughs> so I'm like, hey, babe, can you like put in a little bit more effort? Yeah. We're in Vietnam. Mm. We're at, this is hard for us to get here. You know, like put in a little bit more effort. And he's like, I can't. I'm like, I think you can. And so we ended up going to the emergency room in Vietnam. And we're like, we don't have Vietnamese insurance. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh we don't gosh. know how this works. So we we're calling like our our insurance. And obviously it was closed. It was like opposite time zones. And I, I don't even know like if we pa- like paid for it. Correctly. I don't even know. Yeah, but we yeah. ended up going there and he like had to get an IV in him and like get medication and they said it was a strain of E. coli mm. um or some sort of a parasite or something and I have a photo of that too. <laughs> <laughs> this is him in Vietnam. <gasps> Oh, no. He looks like I'm over this. Basically, he's just like, I'm dying. He was afraid he was actually going to die. And that's when I got like really, really worried, too. So it was just it was a hard time. And I think something that I learned from that trip is that I'm always the type of person that's very much like, let's go. And maybe not very apparent or aware of other people's feelings and mm. how they're, you know, and, uh, like if someone's souring the mood, I'm like, why are you souring the mood? Instead mm. of like, are you OK? Mm. So that's something we that learned on this trip. And he actually had to get on flight the next day with him himself like in that situation so it was just not it was not a good trip at all Mm. but i think what we learned is just to to listen to each other when we're being kind of like down
1: did he say like hey i'm like my stomach is like
3: he did (laughs) but she said it's like him saying like what time is it yeah Yeah. yeah, yeah. it's like like, take a shit that's it you're good yeah 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 Yeah. Yeah.
2: so that was our hard that was probably the hardest trip that we we had taken together
1: that is a scary thing i think anything like medical related in Mm. a foreign country is scary
2: oh poor phil yeah but he's okay he's great now i'm (laughs) sure his immune system's a little bit better he's been saying less than his stomach hurts i'm like yay
1: that yeah that built up your immunity (laughs) (laughs) see
2: that's me again going yay (laughs) damn yeah So now that we've traveled with our significant others, what is a piece of advice you would give to someone out there who is just starting to travel with their SO, planning their first trip together? Any advice?
1: Yes. I would say, I mean, I think maybe I'm very biased, but it's like around like communicate on your planning styles, mm-hmm. but not just communicate because I feel like we did that. Mm-hmm. We're like, I tend to travel this way. I tend mm-hmm. to travel that way. But words and and also your personal perception can be so different. Like set down time together. And when you're when you're together, like, like actually or maybe just like plan together the first trip because you learn more mm-hmm. by doing things together versus mm-hmm. like there's a lot of possibility for miscommunication. Um and then I think the second thing actually around your uh idea Helen of like being being like positive through those mm-hmm. hard experiences because one thing I feel like Eugene and I were able to um to do is even through like a really negative and like relationship shaking conversation like we had on the second day, we were able to be like bring out the positive energy and be like, we're here. Mm -hmm. We're only, you know, like um, um, have patience for each other, have patience for yourself and try to focus on the positive. Because when you're abroad, you know, it's like you're going to be there for a long time. You can't really like just like, oh, I I need to go home and be in my space. Yeah,
2: yeah. I would say also definitely plan. Like there was one time I went on a trip with a friend, not a boyfriend, a friend. And we were like, oh yeah, we're going to be doing the same things. We ended up doing half the things not with each other. So it's like, Mm. you just actually never know. It's like you're compatible as friends, but it's like you have Mm. different travel interests. So I agree. Plan ahead of time so that there's no like tension of, oh, But beef skewer versus matcha you know like you know exactly where you're going um secondly i would say just be open-minded i think especially if you're traveling with a first time significant other you don't you might learn a lot of things that you're just not accustomed to or things that you wouldn't do normally like i think there was one time philip was like let's get mcdonald's for dinner and i was like what we're in this you know other country but He loves McDonald's. And also something I didn't know because I was still pretty, I guess, early on in my international traveling is that different McDonald's in different countries have different types Mm -hmm. of meals that are Mm. so unique and good. So by being sort of more open to that, he showed me that world Mm. and it allowed me to, Mm. you know. Be more cultured, I guess. Yeah. But yeah, be just be a little bit more open-minded when you're traveling with someone new. You. It's hard to, because you're like, you're going to be my future husband. It has to be perfect. Yeah. yeah, But it's it's just be, just see them as like a friend. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. how would you just go with the flow? Have
1: measured expectations. I think
2: that. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I feel like I'm
3: learning again <laughs> from this episode. But I, I think a lot of my friends have been in relationships much longer than me. So I've been taking notes along the way. So now with Ray and I are here, my um tip is kind of what janet said i'm a planner and i think with ray i think one thing you notice is that like oh you've been really busy but we already said like we're to put on a calendar to sit down to plan because we don't things have just been we're just saying Mm -hmm. things in passing Mm -hmm. i dm this video about tokyo he's like cool i'm like well what about this let's take action so Mm -hmm. i think being proactive of planning a trip together especially a big one i think a second thing is always asking like what is your what kind of traveler are you i always like to ask ask everyone that's on a first or second date because you kind of like vibe like oh you're very intense or you're more like laid back and what mm-hmm. is laid back look like to you mm-hmm. um so just have conversations about your past trips what's your style like like what do you enjoy what do you not enjoy because then you kind of have like an idea going into a trip um, Are you,
2: you're a planner but you're i don't think you're intense
3: i'm a planner like janet where it's like hotel accommodations Sorry, the same thing. Hotel <laughs> and flights will be the first thing I book. But then I do like to have at least one to two, one two things, big items mm. on the trip. But I also like a day where it's like free free day. You do whatever you want. Mm-hmm. That way it's more like you to explore. Another thing too that this is kind of like semi-related but not. But one thing I learned about Ray is that when we go to places, we're not big on fine dining. We're like, oh, we go here, we should go to a nice restaurant. We actually don't care. So even that lifestyle like preference is something mm-hmm. to note. When you're traveling, because I know you can make – your your travel your trip could be really expensive or really not depending on what you guys like to do. Yeah. so mm-hmm. that's something I I, I learned. Yeah,
2: Philip and I we buy nips and we drink it in the parking lot, so we save money on cocktails.
1: Oh. <laughs> that's true. I, I've done that with. That you. works. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> also, I mean, the great thing about like Japan or Asia is that there's so many convenience stores. So excited. And we definitely did a good mix of like like a nice like nice fine dining for one meal and then like literally like egg sandwiches from Seven Eleven, you know for another yes. so it is but it's good to be on the same page mm-hmm. because if someone suggested mcdonald's and i was expecting that we we're gonna like go have fine like, dining yeah yes. fine so dining it's dressed be, like, up what? for the night yeah like, uh, oh
3: no <laughs> yes. um oh you know another thing i want to add another expectation thing Expectations is like your nightlife yeah mm. yeah yeah because right, yeah. i think when i was younger like well helen and i went japan together we like Partied every night, octagon
2: or octopus or <laughs> that one was in Korea. But we went to oh, uh, yeah.
3: <laughs> we went to some four four layered tiered room in Tokyo. And our was oh. like, Oh my god, a guy's number! I was so excited. <laughs> oh, Never texted gosh. him, but. I think it's like when you're younger, like you're definitely more down to like party and drink. But when you're yeah, older, I was yeah. like, I don't drink anymore on trips because I don't want to. But just like being online on that, because it's another expectation thing. That's yeah, true. yeah, that's
1: true. Actually, that was that was something that like Eugene and I said we both enjoyed the days were or the nights where we were able to just like wander around mm. and we meeting like other locals. So you're you're there with your partner, and it's like you're not there to like meet other guys or whatever, but like to get like um to get still like a different dynamic between just the two of you mm. for like all ten nights, like having like going to the bar and then like meeting a local and having them share their experiences mm-hmm. right uh, yeah just like being on the same page in social interactions
2: yeah okay so what are top three destinations that you want to go to with your
3: partner mm. okay so I'll go first Hawaii I want somewhere tropical and we could uh, I could look at him <laughs> shirtless uh, two he works out a lot yeah mm. or go to onsen oh hey. know, Whatever. I'll go to my ro- I go to my what to my room oh okay hey. <laughs> Sorry. To um, Taiwan. Mm. Um, which you're going or, to. Which yeah, you're yeah, going. Kind of I think you just want to go to our motherlands. And Vietnam's also on our list. Oh, okay. yeah. It's so hopefully motherland. it's a
2: better experience than what we had. The bug. Yeah. I'll note. The bug. But how about you two? I want to go to, and I'm thinking like in the context of like a honeymoon. Yeah, yeah. European destination. I do mm-hmm. want to go to either Santorini, Tuscany, or um, Lake Como. Oh. Uh, That's one. (laughs) That's one. (laughs) Two, Alaska or somewhere to see the Northern Lights.
1: Oh, yeah, that would be really nice.
2: And then three, Japan. I actually have not been to with Philip yet. So that's one place. That I would want to go with him. That's nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How about Aww. for you?
1: So we actually talked about going to um, Nepal and Bhutan, like the beautiful like mountain ranges, and I think for me personally, like an interest in uh, seeing a country and culture that's like influenced by like Buddhism. Mm. Uh, and then aside from that, are kind of in the same like region of Asia, Indonesia. Um, he spent a lot of time in Thailand, and um, it's kind of like down you know more south in that mm-hmm. area. And I would love to see in, if it were feeling kind of more like a, I guess like I think it is tropical beachy yeah place but mm. um yeah those are some of the, the places okay how about three that you would not want to go
2: or one that you would not want to mm. go with them
3: mountaineering wherever oh. <laughs> like ray's really into like rocks rocks climbing <laughs> sorry <laughs> i don't mind if i'm in a gym but like being in the mountains and like being dirty and like mm. camping <laughs> is just not my vibe so we already said you go. I'll make sure there's a nice hot pot of soup ready for you when you're home. <laughs> that's so, a good balance. That's a good balance. Yeah, So yeah, I was like, because
2: like. you like to lounge too, so it's like you lounge while he does that, and you meet together yeah. afterwards.
3: Because mm. I can't lounge on a rock.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you could, just very uncomfortably. Yeah,
3: just. I I admire that he loves that. It's just not for me.
1: Yeah. Mm, okay. Good, good self awareness. Um, I, w- I actually, when you said that, that reminded me. There's a specific hike in, I think, in Italy. Italy that he wants to do, and it's on the side of a mountain. Or you're on like the path is like uh, metal rods, and mm. you're like on like walking uh. on the side of the mountain. So that was like, mm, I'm okay. But uh, he, I would love to. I'm open to, like going camping with him and stuff. So we have kind of talked about that. Like, um, what do you but not open. want to do? But, but yeah, I would not <laughs> want to do the mountainside thingy um also i think like for me i like if i were to go do like a yoga retreat or something like that i could see him not really loving that
2: so Ooh, yoga retreat in nepal you should do that oh, yeah Bali. maybe that
1: would be like i would do that and then he go do yeah. something
2: else so. uh, yeah i was very close to doing that when i was in india because it's like oh, right there yeah, like up yeah. north and it was gonna be like an eight day trip where it's just like yoga i I would have been a different person for sure i I was like
3: you (laughs) i I don't see i could see you can you imagine me doing that (laughs) okay what what i'm curious about yours because you like going everywhere
2: we actually really do enjoy traveling together like i I was trying to think about like what is a place that we wouldn't want to go together I i the only thing i could think of is maybe like if we were in japan and i wanted my sushi
3: oh mm-hmm.
2: philip doesn't like sushi i don't know how we got married but he doesn't like sushi so i would be going with friends instead yeah. or by mm-hmm. myself because yeah, yeah. i'd just be like are you enjoying yourself and He'd be like oh, it's fine but like it's fine <laughs> i'd be so upset mm-hmm. but then he would also give me his pieces so maybe it's okay ah so yeah that's that's the only thing i could think of Japan, specifically sushi. Mm.
1: Thank you so much for joining us today in this conversation. Thank you, ladies, for supporting me and listening to me kind of recount my first international trip with a significant other. Um, you know, as you can see, if you followed me on Instagram, there are beautiful photos, it's great experiences, but traveling is also a really good time to test things mm. and to learn about each other um, and hopefully grow from that. Mm-hmm. So, Thank you for sharing your particular trips as well and the things that you've learned. If you are thinking about going on a trip with a significant other, drop in the comments where you would like to travel to. Mm. I think we'd love to hear some places. And with that, we'll catch you all on the next episode. Bye. Bye. Bye.